really wanted to get tattooed today. <gasps> I was thinking about getting a tattoo this morning. <laughs> Wait, do you want to go next weekend and just walk in hours and get a tattoo somewhere? Yeah, yes, <laughs> but the place I would want to get it, my mom would kill me if I got it before the wedding. Oh, god damn yeah. it. Where do you want to get it? Right here. She would kill you. Yeah. Can you just wear like a bandaid <laughs> for the wedding? What do you want to get? Uh, I want to do like a constellation. <gasps> yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the full moon tattooed on me. Really? Well, I don't know. I feel like I have this tattoo. This oh, that yeah. doesn't really look like anything. And I what feel is like it? It's a peach pit. Oh, but okay. People are always like, is that like a walnut? <laughs> so I feel like if I got something that looked kind of similar to that, like, because it kind of looks just like a not circular of, full moon. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it see in it. the pool. You've probably seen it. Yeah. So I feel like if I got <laughs> just, just another full thing. Full moon. Like, <laughs> but maybe if it were like more abstract. Yeah. Do you know the constellation you want to get? Libra. That's so cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and I would want it to just be like black lines, but yeah. like here or like here, or I don't know, somewhere on my so arm. So we have to wait till after the wedding? Yeah. Well, I can get my own tattoo and then get another one. <laughs> Let's, yeah, I'm down. Can, yeah. In that case, we can make appointments because that's like six weeks away, probably. Mm. Should I make us an appointment? See, I, I really want one. My parents would kill me. But here's the thing, Erin, you can just stop going home for a while. I know. You don't have to go home all the time. I know. And I'm, like, going to be 29 soon. But... <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's just, like, that's, like, ingrained in me. Like, yeah. never get a tattoo. You just got to pull the trigger. I know. Like, the first one, Kit and I were saying this last night, the first one's just, like, the, the hardest. Yeah. That's why you should have done it when you were 18. <laughs> <laughs> There was nothing I ever really wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Baron, that's actually really true for <laughs> I feel like that's kind of true for you across the board. Well, yeah. <laughs> you had a lot of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just going to get my novel tattooed on me. That's like the only thing. Uh, um, that's dope, though. Yeah. I've, like, been thinking about it. So should I, like, enable you or not push you? <laughs> like should I make us an appointment and then take you to it or just like let you what's my role not to make it a <laughs> to go with me that okay, would be okay, that would okay. be it yeah to get one at the same time okay yes I definitely that would will. be so yeah. you're more of like a spontaneous like you would rather just wake up on like a Saturday and decide that's the day probably yeah. okay so we could do like walk-in hours somewhere mm -hmm. I know. Hopefully my parents listen to this and... <laughs> oh, I forgot. That <laughs> and then my mom tells me it's all right. <laughs> I forgot that she would definitely listen to yeah, this. Yeah, even though... She'll appreciate I what you said know. about the wedding, though. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll, like, garner you some favor. Because, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know if I would have the same self-restraint, but I'm a shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, I could just get it somewhere that's hidden. But I do kind of want it, like, Yeah. Here. It would look cool in a wedding photo. <laughs> I know, it would... Would, but I'm wearing sleeveless so yeah and that's like I was always like what about like in a wedding dress like that's always her thing with tattoos I'm just like well I'm never never getting married so yeah, like <laughs> right or then I just think about people who look dope on their wedding day yeah so, yeah tattoos I feel like it had like just in the past like five years it's become so much more like normalized yeah. to just like 
getting a job, does it doesn't matter, like... That's what I was thinking last night when I was, like, talking to Marin about tattoos. Like, she has a great job teaching, like, kids. Yeah, yeah. And she's super tatted. I know, hers are so cool. I, was, I know, like, so cool. Last night. <laughs> so cool. I know, yeah. talking to them made me... Because I had already been thinking about it for, like, uh-huh. the last What would you days. get? That's the, the thing man. is I have no idea, yeah. but I really want a tattoo. I've just been, like, I was looking at the person who's been doing Truja's tattoos, mm-hmm. looking at their Instagram and just, like, oh, I wanted another tattoo. For a while, I wanted a little alien tattoo. Oh. Like a little UFO. That's cute. Yeah. Where would you get it? <laughs> I don't know. I I want my next one to be, like, visible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a full moon would be cool or something to do with the moon. I think if I got like an astrology tattoo, it would be the moon, maybe. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe I'll get our <laughs> our logo. Oh my god. What is it? Like a the pizza, pizza moon? <laughs> yeah. Pizza moon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the permanence of it that scares me. No. <laughs> it's like twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's true laser removal or whatever yeah makeup i saw i remember seeing on shark tank they like there was like something that (laughs) (laughs) that these two guys invented that like you could like buy it yourself oh really do it yeah i think like a like a cosmetic (laughs) thing like an ointment or something or was it like a laser i think it was like like a laser like that you could do yourself and but i think the people were like this is amazing and like we want to do it but is it safe? Right. Is that going to I haven't seen it on the market, yeah. so. <laughs> but that would be, like, yeah, I'm sure that in, in yeah. a few years. Like, I feel like if it, anything is, like, undoable on your body nowadays. Yeah. Well, not anything. I don't, I don't know. But. Yeah. Tattoos, at least, you could get rid of it. Yeah. Or just get it tattooed over. That's another thing people do. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, like. I feel like a Libra constellation, like, that's never going to change. I don't think so. you would regret that yet, no. <laughs> I, I think it'd be, if you just wanted to get, like, the Libra symbol, I'd be like, oh, maybe not. Like, whenever people have really generic, like, yeah. <laughs> tattoos like that, I'm, like, a little judgy, but. Yeah. I no. trust that you would get something that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I thought about getting, like, a goat. That's, like, the other thing that, like, oh, has been in cool. my mind a lot. For like a very long time, but a but goat? yeah, but I was like, yeah, I was thinking about tattoos this morning on my run. And I was just like, huh, <laughs> maybe it's something astrologically where we want to get something put because I've been thinking about it too. Yeah. Also, we should get one. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, let's just go right now. We should put up a Twitter poll. <laughs> we should. Should I do it right now? Should I get a tattoo? <laughs> let's do it. I'm gonna do it right now. Uh, everyone go vote, even though the voting will be over by the time you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I'll draft it and I'll put it up when we post this. When we... Because I, I, every single episode I say I'm going to tweet about something and I never do it. And exactly. it hit me the other day that I should draft things. That's a good... Yeah. That's a really good idea, actually. Tattoo poll. Um... So we took two weeks off. We took two <laughs> weeks off. <laughs> I think that Mercury retrograde got to us and uh, I was gone and I think it was the beginning of the semester yeah and we're both adjuncts again yeah so but I'm excited to be back yeah welcome to the adjunct 
astrologers. Welcome back. I hope you're still with us. Yes. <laughs> I, but I was also thinking, I was like, everyone else is busy now, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like the end of August, beginning of September in America is just like... No one is paying attention to it. Yeah. Traffic has been super down at work. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It, yeah. And then, like, from... But September to, like, December is always just, like, productive and, like... Oh, ugh. God. I have a migraine just thinking oh, about no! the fact that it's, like, the new semester. <laughs> I know. We're teaching. Uh, and it's already crazy for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good. I, I, I love it. I, like, had forgotten... How kind of what being in a classroom. It's yeah. it's exhilarating. Yeah. It's scary. I get nervous before every single class. Yeah. But but it's like you never know what's gonna happen. God though, I'm teaching in one of those rooms with no windows and it mm. feels like a cave in there. Yeah. Like it felt like dark and sad. Oh. I know. <laughs> just like play music to I know. I was like, maybe I'll just like take them outside. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean those rooms shouldn't even exist. No. Is it... Did, are there desks or tables? Desks. <clears throat> okay. Because normally... The ones that I've been in that have no windows normally have tables at least. Oh, really? So it's like more of a discussion atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But desks... No. It's desks and it's like... Yeah. No. It's got those like cloth walls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like not even a real room. <laughs> yeah. My middle school didn't have walls. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I When I was in elementary school and public school, yeah, you could tell that it had been big rooms that they had put, like, a wall between, like, a fake wall. It wasn't even, like, we had, so they did it in clusters, and so there were four classes in each of the cluster, and, like, each grade was broken up into two clusters, and it was, like, just a big room with, like, divide, like, <gasps> like like, pull dividers Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I could look and, like, see into another classroom. So, like, you just, like, went within these, like, weird clusters. Did you hear? Yeah. Yeah, you could hear. It was, yeah. so distracting. I know. It was so... I don't know what made people think that was okay. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I remember when I took driver's ed at the big high school in my hometown, the rooms were like that. Yeah. It was like the, yeah, it would like fold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the teacher could like pull it and close the room once yeah. I the room off. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, what is with that? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. Uh, public school is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So what are we doing today? Oh. Can we explain that we did a little... I kind of like yes. this, though. Yeah. I like this idea. We are... Um, we didn't really have an idea, so... But I've been kind of thinking about this idea for a while, that we would just both research something and then surprise each other yes. <laughs> with it. I love it. Uh, what if we did the same exact thing? I thought about that. Because at first mm. I was going to do a more general subject. And mm. I was like, Aaron might totally pick this. And then really? no, I didn't switch because of that. But I did switch to something very specific. That if you picked this same exact thing, it'd be like one in a million. So Mine, I, start, I like... It... it goes into something very specific. Like, <laughs> like, I had an idea, and then I just, like, fell down an internet. Okay, good, 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 good. That's what happened to me, too. Yeah. yeah. So who should go first? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I know. We, what can we do? We could do rock, paper, scissors, which is great on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I could, I just imagined myself losing and then being like, no, I won, I won. Um, you go first. Okay. I'd like to listen. First. All right. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm Aaron. I'm Michelle. <laughs> it's uh, Virgo season. It is Virgo season. Maybe we can talk about that next episode. Oh, yeah. Because I don't really know, like, kind of the, my idea was started off with like remember we were talking with Tori about like signs we didn't really know a lot about uh-huh. Uh-huh. so that's kind of where my research started oh. and then it just like it went somewhere okay. <laughs> but it it veers back into that so I talked about astrological ages wait <laughs> astrological ages uh-huh. what do you mean okay so it's kind of like you know how Pluto yeah, uh, it goes into retrograde for, like, decades. Yeah, and it, it like, controls, like, long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing for the Earth. Uh, <laughs> and the way this happens is that, so the Earth, it spins, you know, that's what creates the day and the night. It rotates. Yeah, yeah. it rotates. <laughs> um, but then it also has a, it has one revolution that happens every day, but then there's this other axial precession is called and so it's kind of like a top spinning like you know how the top is spinning and then it like it's axis yeah Yeah. it's axis changes and so the earth does that too and that's why like the north star of like five thousand years ago isn't the north star now because it's not it doesn't like our axis is pointing a different way yeah yeah so I, like, have some science-y stuff written down that I need to make sure I get right. Um, we so- take the exact same thing here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you were like, well, the axial yeah. perception. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm way less scientific. Okay. Um, so, it, it according to Wikipedia, it's um, a gravity-induced slow and continuous change in the orientation of an astronomical body's rotational axis. So Earth's precession, it's called the precession of the equinoxes, which is a great band name. Yeah. <laughs> precession of the equinoxes. And that's because it's done by where the the vernal equinox is. So the vernal equinox is against a constellation, and that's like what sign oh, is in okay. the age. <clears throat> so it takes the Earth approximately... 26,000 years to complete a full processional rotation, so it's a very slow top. <laughs> there are probably people listening who don't believe the Earth has been around for that long. Oh my god. <laughs> Do Maybe? you think they're still listening? <laughs> Do you think they're still <laughs> I mean, hi. Hi. Hi, I'm open for, like, There's some dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I believe in science. Um... <laughs> Um, but the reason, like, that it was called the precession of the equinoxes is because the vernal equinox would, would move into the, the different signs. And the equinox is when it's equal time, day and night. Right. Um, and it has to do with, like, other sciencey stuff that I just didn't (laughs) write down. (laughs) It has to do with, like, discs and stuff. Uh... Compact discs? CDs? Yeah, it has to do CDs, just like CDs floating around the earth. Um, (laughs) So, it plays into astrology because whatever sign the earth's vernal equinox 
whatever constellation it's against, that's the sign. That's like the age that we're in. And it takes 2,160 years for it to go into a different constellation about. There's some like debate about it, which I'll, I'll talk about. So is that where like the age of Aquarius comes from? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, I didn't think the answer was going to be yes. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like, no, that's just a song. <laughs> no, that's that's where it comes Whoa, from. Okay. Yeah. But it goes through the zodiac backwards. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, so um, it like starts off with Pisces and then and then does that because Pisces is the youngest right, one right, right. of the zodiac. So what does it an astrological age mean. Yeah, what does it mean? <laughs> it impacts civilization as a whole. Um, so that's why it kind of reminded me of Pluto. Mm-hmm. And astrologers believe that ages influence civilization, humanity, the rise and fall of these civilizations, and their cultural tendencies. Whoa. Yeah. Um, Do you guys hear this? <laughs> <laughs> that was very artistic of you. It's like the poets who like read their poems and drop the thing on the ground. Well, I meant to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, did you have a question? No, I was just oh. gonna say. I was just gonna say, two thousand years is a long time. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's just a dumb, stupid. <laughs> it's like a billion years. <laughs> it is. I'm like, how do they even measure it? <laughs> So, some interesting, like, tidbits about, like, past ages. The age of Cancer was 8,640 to 640 AD BC. And Cancer kind of rules food, agriculture, communities, like, the building of communities. And this was during the Neolithic Revolution, which is when a lot of agriculture was, like... A lot of agriculture inventions were made, and it kind of turned from hunting to farming. Okay. So that's that took place during the Age of Cancer. The Age of Aries was like 2000 BC to like 0 BC, and that rules war and competition and independence. And so that was like when the first military empire was created, because Aries is the, the god of war. Oh, um, okay. And then, like, that was the Iron Age when they mm-hmm. started building weapons out of iron. Um, and China's first military dynasty was created during this time. And then Pisces, which was, like, zero to about, like, 2000. Debatable, again, people have different ideas on this. Um, but a lot of people say this was, like, the time of um, of religion. That, mm-hmm. like, world religion. Like, zero to 2000. And Pisces has to do with, like, dreams and illusion and, and kind of that. So it's kind of interesting yeah. to, to read about. Wait, when was the age of Aquarius then? Now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So Wait, post-2000? Yeah. So some people believe that one one person said that kind of changing – the changing of these ages is kind of like a tide coming in, like it's like a gradual. Okay. Um, so one like famous astrologer didn't write their name down, it's fine. Believed that it started as early as 1840. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like the tide like the the tide coming in, like oh, okay. started as early as 1840. Some people don't believe it's gonna start until 2160, so you know. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, so the, our whole lives could be the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. I feel like we need that song. Yes, oh, I have indeed. some lyrics. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, I love hair, the musical. Yeah. Hair, the musical. This, this podcast is now just about musicals. It is brought to you by Hair, the musical. <laughs> what if they were our sponsor? <laughs> We need to get a media kit and what up? Uh, like, right. People who like hair will love yes. <laughs> will love this single episode. <laughs> so the reason I kind of started researching this was because mm-hmm. I was like I Aquarius was the sign that I knew the least about. Yeah. So then I started researching Aquarius and then I found age of Aquarius and then I found astrological ages. So that was kind of nice. where it went. Yeah. So Aquarius, the age that we are said to be in now by like the majority of astrologers, um, is the water carrier. And so the carrier is represented by Ganymede, and he was the son of Tros, which was the king of Troy, and while, this is kind of creepy, but while tending to his father's flocks on Mount Ida, Ganymede was spotted by Jupiter, the king of the gods, who became enamored with him, turned in, Jupiter turned into a bird, and whisked him away to be the cupbearer of the gods. I actually just reread part of that in I'm reading Alexander Chi's book and oh. like the character in the book is reading Greek mythology okay and retells that myth as well it's kind of creepy right yeah well in the book it's actually does it like super creepy because of what's happening mm. to the the main character is like a 12 year old boy and because okay. of what's happening to the character it's like this whole thing that, that she's doing yeah but yeah it is creepy it's right? basically like the way that it's presented in the book is like Ganymede was like too pretty to be mm. yeah like okay yeah it does this weird thing of like saying was it his fault that he was too pretty and had to be like abducted wow. yeah really anyway yeah but when i when i was like writing that down i was like <laughs> but that's what this. mythology is like it's like Ugh. yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so traditionally, Aquarius is associated with electricity, um, flight, democracy, rebellion, and um, philanthropy. And philanthropy? I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I almost said it and I was like, don't, you don't have to say that, <laughs> No, it's totally fine. So some predictions that astrologers have made about this age is that humanity will kind of take control of itself. Like, huh. that was, like, the huh. overarching thing. Yeah. When? Question um, mark. <laughs> please do it soon. Uh, and so... Control yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so there will be kind of an expansion of, like, consciousness and, and like, enlightenment. Whoa. So, I don't know. Um, and also kind of the fall of religion towards more, like, a science based I feel like that's happening. Yeah. And, like, technology will also start to, like, increase. I mean, it already has. And if it started in, like, 1840, then that's totally what's happening. Um, So, if Age of Aquarius sounds familiar, (laughs) uh, it's because it was in Hair, the musical, in the 60s and 70s. And that's its opening song, is Aquarius. And there's a line in it that said, where is it? When the moon in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, then peace will guide the planets and love will steer the stars, which is totally mumbo jumbo because... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Because Jupiter and Mars align like several times a year and then uh, the moon is in the seventh house every single day. (laughs) I love that. I love that. (laughs) So it was just like... 
The person who wrote that. Yeah, note. poetic license. Oh, <laughs> Wait, how is the moon always in the seventh house? It's in the seventh house for two hours every day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is that 420? Maybe that's <laughs> I mean, that would be great. But I guess, like, on Valentine's Day in 2009, all these things, like, happened or something. So, like, people were like, oh, it's the... I read that one. (laughs) You're like, love isn't real. I know. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Neither is hair, apparently. I went... My mom and I went to see that in New York, and... They're definitely naked most of the music. Right? But it was really fun. Don't they come out into the audience and like... Oh, certainly they do. Sit on people? (laughs) Maybe. I don't remember if they sat on anybody. But at the end, you can like go up and dance with them. And my mom and I went up and like danced on stage. Oh my god, that's so much fun. They weren't naked at that point, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so that's my... That's what I researched. That was awesome! (laughs) I actually also talked a little bit about Aquarius. No way! Okay. I feel like maybe it's because I'm like... Two days ago, we're like, we know nothing about Aquarius. Yeah, Aquarius and Sagittarius, and there's another one where I was like, I don't know shit about that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm excited. At first, I was looking into numerology, which Mm -hmm. we've never covered, and we should. We should do a whole episode on numerology. Numerology. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I hadn't really either, but I came across it because. So I started out by googling movies about astrology. Yes. 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 Which, I was going to say surprisingly, maybe unsurprisingly, they're all pretty ridiculous. (laughs) But on a list that I found, it like lumped in movies about numerology, Mm -hmm. which are just like weird beliefs and numbers. But anyway, okay, so I'm going to talk about a movie called Five Star Day. (laughs) I'm so ready. (laughs) It came out in 2010. Um, directed by this guy named Danny Boudet, 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 Boudet. I'm not sure, Boudet, <laughs> Danny, Danny Toilet. I'm sure he's heard that a lot. Um, and I honestly had never heard of any of the movies he made, if that gives you any inclination yeah. <laughs> how this indie movie's gonna go. Um, but it's about this guy named Jake, who, on his birthday, mm-hmm. reads his horoscope. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some synopsis, like, Piece together synopsis of the movie. This... (laughs) Four people, one horoscope, infinite possibilities. Jake's horoscope forecasts a perfect five-star day, the morning of his birthday. But what's foretold as a flawless day unfolds to be far less than stellar. Oh my god, stellar? stellar. (laughs) Jake's world turns upside down when all that could go wrong does so apparently this movie begins with this guy jake who's played by this actor i've also never heard of named cam giganday gigan i looked him up and he looked kind of familiar but one review was like he always plays like the supporting friend and Mm. i was like he looks like that Mm -hmm. um so apparently this guy jake wakes up on his birthday He's a grad student at in Berkeley, oh, California. Okay. He reads his horoscope, and it says it, he's going to have a perfect day. He's going to have, like, career, romantic, and, like, whatever success. But he loses his job. He finds out his girlfriend, like, hadn't cheated on him, and then she dumps him. Mm-hmm. And then something happens with his car. I don't really know. But he gets really pissy about it, and... 
Okay, determined that astrology has no legitimacy, Jake embarks on a cross-country journey to test the theory of horoscopes by finding the three people born the same time and place as himself. So he was born February 6th at 10.32 p.m. Uh -huh. in Chicago. I don't know if it has a year. I have, just to be clear, I have not seen this movie. I am loving it. So I watched a bunch of trailers and clips from it, but he's a fucking Aquarius. Uh-huh. So he sets out to find these three people because he finds himself important enough, apparently, to, well, yeah. like, jump into these people's lives mm -hmm. to see if they also had shitty birthdays. He's real pissed that his girlfriend broke up with him. Yeah, his girlfriend <laughs> hella cheated on him. <laughs> Um, so one of the people, uh, is played by Jenna Malone, who's, like, cool. She was oh, in, um, yeah. Saved, mm -hmm. and what else was she in? I don't remember, but she's cool. Um, but anyway, okay, the journey quickly uproots Jake from the small college town of Berkeley, California, Ew, which, like, <laughs> to downtown Chicago, where he sets out to find and interview Sarah, Yvette, and Wesley to see if their birthdays prove to be as deplorable as his own. Jake's pursuit in finding his three astrological matches, or Zodiac Twins, will not only test his convictions, but validate how life's unexpected twists of fate can deliver much more than the anticipated. The Unforeseen takes Jake from the Windy City to the boardwalks of New Jersey's Atlantic City to the bustling streets of New York. What Jake learns along the way is an important lesson about life, love, fate, and destiny. That will unexpectedly change his life forever. Oh my god. We have to watch <laughs> I this. Know. So basically, not to spoil it, but he finds out like each person also had a shitty day. Mm -hmm. But and then at the end he like goes back to college and gives this like assholey presentation on why astrology is bullshit. Even though even though all three of those people also had shitty days. He's uh -huh. like, it doesn't have anything to do with astrology. It's just, like, people's lives. Um, but, yeah, he, his final presentation is apparently called Astrology, a Propaganda Campaign of Bullshit. <laughs> but, 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 so this was our new tagline. <laughs> a Propaganda Campaign of Bullshit. Yeah, right. So this movie got... Really bad reviews. Yeah. It is a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't the worst, no, but it's I've a seen failing worse. grade. Yeah. Most of the reviews said it was, like, a great idea, but didn't really deliver. Mm. That like I like the idea. Yeah. It's interesting. One of the reviews said the characters were, like, really uninteresting. Mm. Like, the only thing that made it interesting was, like, that they were all born on the same day. And, apparently, Jenna Malone's character, like by default becomes his love interest, which, like, I guess that has to happen in this yeah. kind of movie. But interestingly enough, and I don't know what this says about astrologers, so the critics hated it. Astrologers were really kind about it. Really? Yeah! Oh my god, I love it. Like, all these people who had, like, rudimentary astrology blogs in, like, 2010 were like, I thought it was sweet. Like, even though it was a skeptical movie about astrology, I thought it was great. So here's a quote from one of these, like, kind reviews. So it says, so this is right after this reviewer had said, like, some, like, oh, like, basically this review is my favorite. I wish I remembered the source because it spent the first part of the review criticizing the, like, way in which the movie presented astrology. Because mm -hmm. it was like, oh, it kind of conflates horoscope with natal chart. Um, but anyway, so 
The reviewer says, that doesn't really matter. What does matter is that the story recognizes what a legitimate astrology is and then proceeds to explore the destiny versus free will issues that it can engender, concluding, along with most modern astrologers, that astrology is just another set of influences for the soul to navigate life. That sounds just like an astrologer. I know. To be like, this movie was shit, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, then I... Looked up some stuff about why Aquarius is suck. <laughs> so here's a little bit about uh, Aquarius. Aquarius-born people are humanitarians to the core. They're progressive and modern, broad-minded and creative. They are the real truth seekers. Mm-hmm. Being affectionate and friendly by nature, Aquarius are very attractive and popular. However, their frankness can cut both ways. Within limits, it can be a positive quality, but when it borders on the insensitive, it can really hurt people and alienate them from their friends and loved ones. Besides, as they do not open up emotionally too soon, not many people can relate to Aquarius. So though they may have many friends, not many of them will be close friends. Being unpredictable is another negative trait that works against Aquarius. Um, And then there's some others. So positive, they're curious, affectionate, frank, and imaginative negative qualities, they're unpredictable, detached, uh, tendency to go off track, and inefficient. Hmm. The episode of Aquarius. (laughs) Famous Aquarius, Abraham Lincoln. uh, Marin. Marin. Franklin Roosevelt. Michael Jordan. And Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So that's a five-star day. And there's another one that I was looking into that turned out to be really pro- problematic. It's called 13 Women. It was made in 1932. Mm-hmm. And it's based on a novel where basically 12 rich white ladies get hunted down by this 13th woman who's a non-white person that they were, like, mean to in their rich person school. Mm-hmm. And the, like, 13th woman sends them all, like, haunted horoscopes and, like, <laughs> kills them one by one. Through haunted horoscopes. And I was like, that seems really intense, 1932. Yeah. I mean, not surprised. (laughs) But, yeah. yeah, 13 women. I like the premise, though. Not, like, problematic stuff aside of both of those. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of someone sending, like, haunting horoscopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, killing people. (laughs) And then I like the idea of... Of the indie movie. That, yeah. It's that's, a, like, a good idea. It sounds like it was badly executed, but yeah. we should watch it. Yes, we should. We should live tweet it. <laughs> yeah. But there aren't a lot of movies about astrology out there. No. And I, I kept be, being like, maybe I'm missing one that, like, is obvious, so. Yeah, if you know any. Tweet at us. Let us know. I haven't checked it in a while. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's all hope for five-star days. Yes, let's all... What... They had the star... When we were at my house, it was... They, like, had the star ratings. Oh, yeah, but that seemed to be, like, newspaper. about difficulty and not about oh, good things. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which was weird. Five-star day. Maybe that's... Maybe they realized after... Oh, yeah. Maybe <laughs> he misinterpreted it. Maybe he read it wrong. <laughs> but apparently he has, like, a whole monologue at the end when he gives his, like, class presentation. Men. Yeah. <laughs> 
just like a white guy to be like, I've been wrong. Yeah. I'm going to set, I'm setting out to like prove wrong a thousand years long. Yeah. Like, thousand damn you stars. Damn you stars. <laughs> oh, I love it. Bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have been thinking about like astrology in pop culture because I feel like in the, like just... J. Crew now has those oh, shirts yeah. and like that article you sent me, like it's it's definitely like yeah, becoming bigger in pop culture. Yeah. Which is cool. How do we ride that wave? I know, right? Uh hit us up. Hair the musical. <laughs> yeah. I know, I was like, why weren't we in that BuzzFeed article? Oh. I guess we're not famous enough yet. I guess. But were you like specifically Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was great. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I loved that. Yeah, I like doing the, um, surprising each other. Yeah. And I like how, but we, they did have some similarities. Yeah, Aquarius. Aquarius. Fucking Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> I love that I keep meeting people who are like, I'm your least favorite sign. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I get to be like, no, my least favorite sign right now is no longer yeah. Leo or Pisces or Gemini. <laughs> Yeah, you've gone through. I, you've had people say that about four signs now. I think. Yeah, Gemini. I haven't had anyone come out and, and defend themselves against. Okay. There, no Gemini's have felt defensive. They all know. They're like, yeah, <laughs> but Pisces and Leos. Yeah. Mm. I haven't publicized my hate for Scorpios, but yeah. On Twitter, you have. <laughs> that one time. Yeah. But no one defended themselves against that either. Oh, Scorpios? No. <laughs> Except for Peter. He was like, hey. Oh, but, yeah. 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 Yeah, Scorpios. They're interesting. My sister's a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, tweet at us. Tweet at us. Take the poll if yeah. I should get a tattoo vote or yes. not. <laughs> vote yes in the poll. I mean, not to sway your vote. Not to tell you how to vote. But... I bet my mom's going to make a Twitter just to vote. Oh, no. God. <laughs> um, yeah, and email us and... We'll check it. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to be podcasting again. Yeah, we're back. The two-week vacation was nice, but I, I missed podcasting. Yeah. yeah. And we miss all of you. We're back on our bullshit. Yes, we are. <laughs> New year, new me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye, everyone.